0: Welcome to Wild Ideas Worth Living, a show where we talk to experts who've taken a wild idea and made it a reality so you can too. From people who have sailed around the world to those who've started thriving businesses and even broken records, some of the wildest ideas can lead to the most rewarding adventures. I'm your host, Shelby Stanger, and I hope you enjoy this show. Welcome to episode nine of Wild Ideas Worth Living. Today we have the one and only Bethany Hamilton. When Bethany was 13 years old, she had her left arm taken by a tiger shark. She's pretty much been unstoppable ever since. She's surfed against and beaten the best surfers in the world, placed in the shows like The Amazing Race. She's now a wife, a mom to an adorable son, an entrepreneur, She has her own charity called Friends of Bethany that does so much good. She speaks all around the world to audiences of over 20,000 people. And right now she's making a movie called Unstoppable with a guy named Aaron Lieber, a great filmmaker. This is how I met her last year. I got to watch Bethany surf a 60-foot wave at Jaws in person in Maui. And she's just incredibly empowering to be around. Bethany makes, makes me be a better person. She's the kind of person that has an infectious personality that just makes you want to be better. The sound quality in this episode is not the best of all of my shows, but sometimes when you live wildly like Bethany does and you live on an island, cell service isn't always that great. It's a quick episode, so you can just get to know Bethany, and I have a feeling we'll have her on again, but I love how in this episode she talks about how she trains for big waves, her thoughts on breath holding, her thoughts on public speaking, and so much more. I apologize again for the sound quality. It's a short episode, but it's a great way to meet Bethany Hamilton. I hope you enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by the Surf Diva Surf School. I've taught at Surf Diva for years and seen hundreds of men and women learn to ride waves, and it literally changes their lives. If you go to surfdiva.com and book a lesson online or on the phone, tell them the code WILDIDEAS, you'll get a $10 gift card to use towards your next lesson or in store. This episode was also brought to you by Graced by Grit. I love this female-owned brand because they're all about helping women cultivate their grit to find their grace. They also make kick-ass activewear clothes. I can literally go running in my yoga pants from Grace by Grit, throw them in a ball, wear them the next day and the next day, and they still look great. And they fit amazing, which is always important when you're running and doing yoga and all sorts of active activities, living wildly. If you go to gracebygrit.com and enter code WILDIDEAS you'll get 20% off your first order. All right, well, welcome to Wild Ideas, Bethany Hamilton, arguably my most favorite athlete in the world, someone I actually got to spend some time with recently. I love talking to Bethany. She's just, she honestly just makes me a better person to be around. So, Bethany, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being available. I know Mm -hmm. you're one of the busiest humans So I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Shelby. Glad to be here.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. I'm just going to start asking you questions because your time is really valuable. So the first thing is, is you've taken a lot of wild ideas and made them possible. First of all, from continuing to surf despite the shark attack, to then winning contests, just making movies, doing the amazing race, having a baby. Now you have this nonprofit, Friends of Bethany, that really provides encouragement to women through faith. I love that. Can you just tell me one thing you do to make a wild idea happen? And I know you and I have talked a lot about goals in the past. So what's one thing you do that really helps you make a goal or a wild idea come to life?
1: I think uh, for me, just having passion behind reaching towards my different goals, reach hard and far and. Sometimes it feels daunting. But once you get there, you're like, okay, that was worth it. And yeah, it's just fun along the way.
0: So one of the things that I I would love to understand more is, is it about having a community? Does it all come from within? Or is it surrounding yourself with really good people?
1: for me, I think it's definitely a combination of things. I found that um especially since I got married, my husband would just notice, like, wow, I'm so motivated. Like, you just stay motivated all year long, and you just go, go, go. <laughs> and, like, he, he meant that as a compliment, and I just, I don't know, I never really, like, analyzed myself in how I go about things, and I was like, yeah, you know, I really just love what I do, and I love chasing my dreams, and I love having the support of my family along the way or getting advice from coaches if I need advice in certain areas. And I don't know, a lot of it comes from me, but then I also am like the type of person who can like soak up knowledge or information or guidance from other people when I'm not so sure. And so it's like I do it, but then I couldn't do it at the same time.
0: I think that's really interesting. You do go after really good coaches, and I only know specifically to surfing. But could you maybe point out an example in your life where you've had to ask for advice and it's really helped you with whatever it is that you're doing?
1: Yeah. One example, I, I really love public speaking, but it didn't come natural for me. And I definitely have my own style and more raw and real. And <laughs> I just talk as if I'm talking to like my good friends. um, But that's not necessarily easy to do in front of 500 to 20,000 people. And so I, you know, I sought after advice from like a speaking coach when I was kind of really getting more and more into it. And Just did a few sessions with them and it really like just gave me a lot more confidence and guidance towards how to get across the messages that I wanted to share and kind of just be more confident in front of a large crowd and just do do a good job because, you know, I want to make the most of everyone's time when they come to hear me speak you know, leave them feeling really encouraged and whatever it is that they got going on in their life. So to me, like, it was really helpful to seek out some of that for a living. And that's their specialty. And it it wasn't mine, but it's becoming my specialty and becoming better and better at it. And it's just one of those things you have to put time into it. And by doing it, you get better and
0: better. So I'd love to talk to you more about public speaking, because this is an area that is kind of new to me, too. And First of all, I want to get the name of that coach. That sounds awesome. But also, you know, is there something that you do before you go up in front of twenty thousand people? I mean, I've heard the whole saying, "Imagine everybody in the room naked." Now that that wouldn't work for me. I mean, it would be funny and make me laugh, but I would probably get more nervous. Um, is there something you do before you're in front of twenty thousand people that helps? Yeah, I
1: think things that help me um, definitely just thinking about who my kids if you know if it's a younger child or an older crowd, or you know a very athletic crowd or a faith-based crowd, like kind of just adjust on how I would talk to them so to say like if I'm talking to preschool kids or high school kids you know I'll change it up a bit but like really my message and what I share is kind of the same thing it's just maybe a little different according to who they are what their age is and I don't know after doing it so much, it's not necessarily a fear getting out on stage in front of
0: a lot of people, you know I want to continue on with this this thought about getting up in front of people or doing uncomfortable situations. When I met you you it was last year at this time, and you were about to surf jaws somewhere you'd been maybe once before, but the day we went out, you seemed completely cool and calm, and then you dropped into a. Not just one 60-foot wave, but a couple of 60-foot waves. How are you not scared? I guess
1: it's kind of like the situation that I was going into, I've been preparing for like in a sense my entire life, ever since I was a young girl, just being in the ocean and, you know, growing in my ability to ride waves and thinking on it and dreaming on it and then finally it's here and I mean inside there is some fear but at the same time it's like wow this is my time to shine and like I'm about to have like the time of my life I don't know yeah I just it's something I just to me it was an exciting opportunity and something i had
0: been looking forward to for years for the audience listening who doesn't maybe know what I'm talking about, Jaws is a wave in Maui that is breaks in the middle, well, not totally in the middle of the ocean, but it, it does feel like it comes out of nowhere. And it's this giant wave. It is beautiful. Bethany went out there. We were on the boat. She jumped off. She was so excited. She didn't seem the least bit scared. I honestly thought I was going to just have a meltdown watching her because I was scared. But Bethany was cool and calm the whole time just smiling from ear to ear. It was so refreshing to see. I really loved that moment. But the next day, Aaron said you guys went out maybe a day or two later, and there was some one, some a couple experiences where you either had to bail your board or something with a jet ski, and you had to take a few waves on the head. And to the audience who doesn't surf, that means that you had to let a giant wave pretty much crash on your head. So what goes through your head as a surfer when you know you're going to have to bail and take a giant wave on the head.
1: I'm always just kind of focusing on staying calm because you're able to preserve your oxygen a lot more when you stay calm. Yeah, I remember I re- I'm i paddling out as hard as I could, but I realized I'm not going to make it. And there's this humongous set of the day coming about to crash on my head. And I just, I didn't make it. And I just got completely annihilated and super pounded. and. Basically, I was like ragdolled underwater, but I just kind of stayed calm and focused on preserving my breath and my oxygen, which is what you need to do in that sort of a situation. And I came up and got fresh air and was happy to be up and up and breathing. And I just had to continue to like focus on it's almost like just getting to like a focus state point in yeah, it's like such an thing to relax when you're getting pounded by like 20, 30
0: foot waves. So is there what yeah. you do to prepare for this? Do you do breathing techniques? Do you do meditation? Do you do yoga? Yeah, I mean,
1: I've dabbled a bit with free diving and breath holding and I have a really good breath hold and I just kind of was doing a lot more breath holding before I'm um, turning into dives just in preparation for it being in good shape so that you know you can I can swim myself up to the surface and you know I'm just being confident in my abilities and you know there's a jet ski there and I have all this safety gear on and can trust that that will be there for me and take care of me but still knowing that I can get myself out of the situation if I
0: need to. Yeah, I think that's really cool. You you talk a lot about, you know, making sure you're prepared as an individual and you talk a lot about self-control and the things that you can do as an individual and the power of just everybody as an individual when they have passion. So before I get into the next question, can you talk about how how long you can hold your breath? I'm just curious. My best um,
1: static breath home was about like, Four minutes, twenty or thirty
0: seconds. That's a long and, time. That's incredible.
1: I don't know, I think I everything mean, was little I go shell diving and you have to hold your breath as long as you can and you keep finding more and more shells while you're underwater. So it's like you keep reaching a little bit further, a little bit longer. And then I did like a proper like freediving class, professional instruction, and they just talk a lot about like the body and how the body reacts to holding your breath for different periods of time. And so it's almost like you can hold your breath a lot longer than you know, and it's really mind over the actual matter of it, you know? Yeah. total one of those mental things. I mean, I love just being the ocean and trying to, like, go deep down and hold my breath and kind of have fun with the challenge of it and, like, running with a rock underwater and, like, trying to be your, be your distance every time.
0: So since we're talking about surfing, I, I just had a couple questions specific to surfing. What's one exercise that you think has really helped your surfing above other exercises?
1: I definitely really appreciate just a simple squat or different types of squats because just being able to up position with strong strength is like so essential, I think. And you yeah, I break it down to the simplicity of it and just having like a good strong cold, good strong like squat going, but it's a lot more fun. I don't know, I love doing all different types of exercises and I don't know, keeping it fresh for myself and everything from running to the beach, swimming, um, different sorts of cross training. And you know, I do all sorts of stuff with the TRX and plank work and lunges. And I don't know, just keeping it fresh for me is really important because otherwise I get bored and keeping my eyes on the pies. That's
0: what I do. Yeah, I think that's interesting that you also said that you you like squats because most people think of surfing as an arm exercise, paddling out, and yet core and legs are so essential to surfing. I always like talking to you about the ab exercises you did because you had a baby and then you went out and you not only surfed contests, but you quickly after having a baby surfed Jaws and then beat the number one surfer in the world. But you'd said even from having a baby, you kind of separated your your stomach muscles, but you got them back into shape. And I wasn't totally sure how you did it.
1: Yes, I just did a lot of different types of exercising for my core and uh, found like the feeling that your stomach muscles and core feel like after giving birth, it's just almost like the most, it can be the most discouraging thing ever, but also... And for me, I just found a lot of motivation in, like, how weak my core felt. And so it kind of, like, just put me on this drive to, like, have a really strong core. And I definitely think my core is the strongest it's ever been um, post-birth. And so that's pretty fun. Like, I can just feel the strength coming into my sleeping.
0: One of the things you do really well that everybody is impressed with is you paddle really well with one arm, faster than most people do with two arms. What is your technique, especially when going under a wave with one arm?
1: I've always been a really fast swimmer, and I I guess
0: I'm tall and long, so I at least have that on my side. Long
1: and strong. I kick a lot and just make the most of what I got. And duck diving, I have a handle on my board to help just push underneath the leaves. And
0: I don't know, I just kind of moving my way out. I think your dad told me that you look through, you, when you're underwater, you sort of look at the air bubbles and try to find spaces. Is that true? Oh,
1: yeah. I totally do that. Like, you can kind of weave your way underwater
0: well, that's, that's interesting. Um, I've tried to do that, but I haven't yet figured that one out. Besides exercising, Bethany, you eat really <laughs> healthy and we talk about food a lot. I love talking about food with you, maybe because I'm always hungry. What sort of guidelines do you stick to when it comes to nutrition? What are your favorite things to eat and to cook that really fuel your lifestyle? Because you're really busy.
1: I really love to focus on eating organic, just incorporating a lot of different vegetables and kind of eat a whole food diet and like try to have a lot of variety because I think like it's will easy to become just a creature of having eat the same thing over and over again. So lately I found my family and I are trying to eat a lot more variety and we're not like necessarily vegan. There's no like term to how we eat. We just kind of eat a variety of whole foods and organic animal products and Sustainably caught fish and focusing on the healthy real foods that are so delicious and good for you.
0: No, it's good. And you, you really focus for, for Tobias, your son as well. You've, you've really been good about trying to keep things organic and healthy and as natural as possible, which I think is a testament because that kid is a great kid and he's full of energy and an adorable young man. For those of you who haven't seen Bethany's son, go on her Instagram account. He's probably one of the cutest kids in the world. So Bethany, you do a lot now. You're a mom, (laughs) a wife, an entrepreneur, a professional surfer. You're making a movie. You do a lot every day. Is there one thing you do every morning that just helps you get through the rest of your day?
1: Yeah, I found, well, now that I'm a mom, the morning routine is a lot different than it used to be. Now I, my favorite moment in the morning is being able to just wake up and I nurse my son and just have like this serene time with him and with my husband and kind of have a chill morning. It's hard for me to get out of the house before 8 o'clock. I actually really like it, though. I just love that time at home with my family. and You know, we'll pray together and eat breakfast and my hubby makes me amazing coffee and you know we'll switch it up sometimes and have green juice or smoothie I don't know not like rush out the door but kind of chillax together and and I really love that and cherish that time
0: I love that you said chillax that's a great verb we chillax together in the morning it's a good one yeah yeah (laughs) what have you learned most from being a mom
1: just love just seeing my child develop in front of me every single day and go more and more and, you know he's at this amazing age for just over a year and a half and he's running around and getting into all kinds of trouble but like making us laugh and just like he has the sweetest giggles I don't know just teaching him more and more about life, it's a lot of fun. And I realize that like there and sacrifice to it and like giving up of self and I think that's such a beautiful thing and dedicating part of your life to your little little being that's come out of you and it's it's really an awesome thing and I'm t- teaching me a lot and it's a lot of fun. I just look forward to every single day with him. And just seeing my husband and the way he teaches Tobias too and has fun with him and put him around, it's, it's
0: definitely great joy. Is Tobias talking yet?
1: Yeah, he's starting to mimic us, so <sighs> thankfully we don't swear. So he doesn't he hasn't had any foul mouth come out yet. And you know, he's a good little boy he's screaming and laughing and saying whatever we say trying.
0: <laughs> That's funny. How long has it been since you've been married to Adam?
1: We've been married three and a half years now.
0: Three and a half years, and you immediately went on the amazing race right after you got married or when you got engaged?
1: Yeah, that was right after we got married, probably a few months. That was definitely like a test of our relationship. (laughs) We came out strong, but it was super fun and challenging. And that was something we'll always look back on and have fun memories of wild adventures together.
0: I just think that everybody who gets married should do the amazing race together because that's, that's a real good way to know if your partner is going to make it or not.
1: And maybe do it, like, right before and then you know.
0: It's probably better advice. I agree.
1: I definitely love sharing life as the two of us. And I think, like, as Christians, like, iron sharpens iron and we definitely encourage each other in our space. and I don't know. We can, like, fall back on each other when different things in our life going on, how to, to deal with, and, yeah, just find encouragement in each other, and I've also realized that everything we do affects each other directly. It's just not much more noticeable, like, so, you in know, imperfections, like, just having the grace of each other is, like, such a blessing, and giving each other, that bit of, like, cheer each other on.
0: Adam, by the way, has become a really good surfer. I just saw a video of him, so good job, Bethany. I saw him in I went out, wherever you guys were at that Four Seasons. There was a video of him, and he had a wave in there. Yeah, he's totally been
1: ripping. It's been fun to see him get better and better, and have, have more and more fun with
0: it. So I know you don't have a ton of more time. I am just gonna ask you a few more questions. What is something you've learned from going through adversity, specifically when you are young, you face adversity from a shark attack? What can we learn about taking a leap despite the things that happened in our past?
1: Yeah, I think like one thing that I've heard said a lot, but it really is true. Like it really does make you stronger when you go through tough times. And the truth is, all of us do go through different things that are really hard to deal with and hard to face. Just finding like what really gives you the strength to push past the hardest of hard times. And I mean, my faith for sure has been kind of my rock and my high place and everything that I've been through beyond yeah, just losing my arm. You know, I have like a different day-to-day things that I had to deal with and get past. And some days you just feel really down and frustrated and just hopeless. But I think the days that you feel hopeful and can look beyond and push past, just remember what it is that brought you that hope and encouraged you through those hard times. When the next adversity or situation comes away, you're
0: ready to get past it. That's good advice. What advice would you tell your 15-year-old self if you could go back in time?
1: Get a financial advisor. (laughs) That's something I wish they taught us in high school, like teach us about
0: finances and taxes and stuff like that. Finances are hard. Taxes, finances, managing money. I completely agree. So
1: managing all that sort of stuff is like such a daunting thing to me it's like i can go out and like surf and play in the ocean and then you get back to land and you have to deal with all like the real life adult stuff and you're like oh, i don't know what to do so <laughs> yeah as a 15 year old i think that would have been good to get some advice in, in that realm because <laughs> i think i had a lot of great advice in all the different other areas of my life but that was something like my family wasn't really great at and I, I'm i still learning today and it's just something that, I don't know, it's just, I think that would have been
0: good to know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that would be good for every high schooler to know, and college kid. If you could have a message fly across the sky and tell the world one thing, what would you tell the world?
1: Oh, that is a really good question. <laughs> Probably have to do with my Christian faith and just know that I would want everyone to know how much God loves us all and that all the pain in the world can be overcome through the knowledge of, like, God's love and what he's done for us.
0: So, Bethany, I know you're working on this movie, Unstoppable. Yeah. Can you tell us just a little bit about it and what we have to look forward to?
1: Yeah, so Unstoppable has been a film um, Aaron Lieber and I have been working on for over four years now. And finally, we're coming to the last finale end of was just getting ready to release it this next summer and I think like a lot of people have heard my story and of course like Soul Surfer was a version of my story but it kind of just was like the initial getting back in the ocean and so Unstoppable is just more like a real life raw version of my family and I and me going after my passion to surf and beyond just like the initial shark attack phase, but into my professional surfing career. And yeah, just kind of touching on the history of the life too and just kind of how I do it and what drives me and how my passion is
0: even more than I can probably say and win. (laughs) And just so you know, for the audience, I know a little bit about this movie. There's the scene in Jaws, which is a beautiful shot. There's even a helicopter shot version of it. Bethany surfing in all sorts of countries, pulling air verses, surfing better than most people. Actually, I just have to ask you this one question. I mean, you surf better than boys. Like, does that is that ever kind of weird? I mean, is there advice you can give to girls about life? Because I mean, (laughs) you're beating the boys too. It's great.
1: Yeah, I I just have a lot of fun and I work hard at it.
0: I love it. So Bethany, where can fans find out about you? Is the best place? Instagram, Facebook, your website. Can you can you let us all know all of the channels we should find you? Yeah, my website
1: BethanyHamilton dot com and I'm on all of, like the major social media just at Bethany Hamilton. So keep an eye out for unstoppable
0: everybody check out Unstoppable it's coming to theaters this summer and follow at Bethany Hamilton or BethanyHamilton.com Bethany thank you so much for being on Wild Ideas Worth Living I know the sound was a little rough but hopefully the audience got something out of it Bethany I really enjoyed having you I appreciate it thank
1: you Shelby have a good one
0: it's always great talking to Bethany Hamilton she's always empowering to be around If you don't think you can do something, well, hopefully now you have a different attitude about it. I know that sound quality wasn't awesome, but hopefully we'll have Bethany back in person when we see her next. I love being around her. Definitely check out her website, bethanyhamilton.com. You can check out all of Bethany's activities on social media. She's on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, just at Bethany Hamilton. The Facebook page for her movie, Unstoppable, is also being updated right now. The movie comes out this summer. And hopefully when it comes back, Bethany will have you back for round two, maybe in person. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for all the iTunes reviews. I am loving them. Friends, if you get a chance and you can subscribe on iTunes and leave a review, it greatly helps the podcast. I'll read you one from Wall Martin. Don't wait till you're broken. Whatever your current life situation might be, Shelby's pod series is an inspiring collection of positive insights that will motivate, encourage, and charge up the real you, the you that you were before life taught you otherwise. So thank you all, Martin. I really love that name. There's some funny reviews on there as well. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks to Bethany for being on the show. Wherever you are, remember the best adventures happen when you follow your wildest ideas. We'll see you next week.